In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you, Paying It Forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Drugginet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, welcome everyone to Paying It Forward this week. It's Josephine here, and today I finally get to have an interview with a fellow host here from the TogiNet radio station. Her name is Blythe Littman, and um, I can't wait to learn all about Blythe and how she's gotten into her business, and she's also an author. I can't wait to hear about her book and how she got it published. But before we introduce um, Blythe, I just wanted to give my business tip of the week. So this week, I have got to tell you that it's all about networking. You know, it doesn't matter what you do. Just try to get out and meet people and always talk about your business, talk about your product, talk about your service, because trust me, you never know who you end up talking to. You know, Monday night, I ended up going into Manhattan for a big networking event, and my goal was to meet one very senior person at a big baby retail store, and it just seemed that I had something over my head that every single time I turned around, somebody else was introducing me to another very senior person at the one retail store I wanted (laughs) to connect with. So it was quite funny, and it really just solidified in my own mind that it's great to be in your office, it's great to be productive, but it's super, super important to get yourself out and get yourself around people because that's how you really will end up moving forward. So that's my business tip of the week. So with that, Blythe, I am so happy to welcome you to Paying It Forward. How are you doing this morning, Blythe? I'm doing great, and I am so excited to be on your show because, you know, your show is right before mine, and I always get a chance to listen, and I don't have to pull up the podcast because I'm sitting here doing my stuff. Your show's terrific. I love your tips. I love your guests. So I'm thrilled to be one of them. Thank you for inviting me. Well, thank you, Blythe, and I can't wait to learn more about what you have done in the past. Tell us a little bit about your background, Blythe. It's really interesting. I always loved babies. From the time I from the time I was six or seven, I mean, my first baby I ever took care of, I was eight years old, and it was a cousin, and I used to go to their house every weekend and sleep over and take care of my little baby cousin, Pammy. And I remember giving her a bottle the first time and squirting her in the face because I knew nothing. <laughs> and I didn't realize then. It's funny. You look back and you'll, you'll understand this. I always thought they were doing such a great thing to let me get her up in the morning and 
feeder and walker, and they all slept late. Here, I, they were getting the good deal, but we actually both were. <laughs> so I, that's I, so funny. That's great. It was funny because it didn't occur to me till I grew up. But anyway, so I always loved babies. I was the babysitter for the neighborhood for twenty five cents an hour. God help us now. <laughs> and, and I, I think I to, was a dollar an hour blind. You must have lived in New York. I was I South Jersey, so we only did twenty five cents in those farm towns. Right. Um, anyway, I I went to Boston University and University of Maryland, and I was going to be a teacher and. At BU, I met a very nice doctor that I talked to about babies, and he actually brought me into the NICU and let me see deliveries. And at that point, and they would never do this now, they let me volunteer at the NICU. It was called Women's Line In Hospital in Boston at that time. I think it's Brigham, Brigham's Hospital now. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, um, I spent more time volunteering with these little three-pound babies than I did doing my papers and everything, and I just loved it. So lo and behold, it was time to be a teacher, and I said, I don't want to be a teacher. So I started working <laughs> in daycare and worked for Head Start, and one thing led to another. I had my children. I always had somebody's baby in the house. I was the nanny in the house. and. Mm -hmm. I set up infant rooms in preschools throughout the country, and I worked the infant rooms. And infant room, for those of your listeners, are... Yeah, I was going to ask, Blythe, what is an infant room? In preschools, working parents can put their babies in most preschools in the infant room starting at six weeks. Oh, wow. And it's really young, and the babies are usually fine. Mom's not so good, always crying. And <laughs> I always ran the rooms and took care of these little babies for the moms. And it just kept occurring to me because I always had the same questions. Moms would say, the baby doesn't sleep all night. The baby won't take her bottle. And I thought, there's so many books out there, but why aren't they getting it? The Internet, this was about nine years ago with the first book and the internet, you know, it was here, but people didn't run right to it that we were still running to books. Okay. So true story. Mom came in with little Sophie. She was five and a half months old. She was starting daycare for her first day in the infant room. And she said, you have to help me. Sophie's been sleeping in her car seat for five and a half months. Oh my God. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I said, why? And she said, because I can't get her to sleep in the crib. When I put her in there, all she does is cry. And, you know, first parents were all really scared. She would pick her up. And the only way to get her to sleep was to take her, put her in the car seat, put the car seat in the crib. So I have I, to say, a lot of us as new parents, I can't tell you, Blythe, how many times I would roam around my neighborhood in the car with my <laughs> with my son. And I, I'm telling you, we just moved to the neighborhood. My neighbors probably thought I was stalking them, but I was just trying to put the baby to sleep. <laughs> I, no kidding. That motion. Well, this mom didn't even have to drive. She just liked the car seat. Oh, that's so funny. I went home that night and I said, that's it. I'm writing a book. The book's in my head. I want to make it different, so I wrote my first book, Help! My Baby Came Without Instructions, and I did it in list form, so all parents needed to do was to go down the list. There were 32 ways to get the baby to sleep, 22 ways 
excuse me, to stop crying, 22 ways to get the baby to sleep, and so on. And that's I think that's great, Blythe. I must say, the whole concept of you doing the book in list form is brilliant because I just remember having a newborn. I was sleep-deprived, and I just I couldn't focus. And to be able to just pick up that book and flip to whatever problem you are having, it just makes so much sense. And I'm sure everybody was thrilled with the book. You know what? I had such good response. And most most moms say that and dads, because let's face it, who has time to go log into the Internet and then the, the Internet's down and you have 14 different ideas? With the list, I know every single tip works. It doesn't work for every baby, but try one, try another, try them all. Mm-hmm. So that's how the book was born. And then I have gone on from there to write two books to up to update this book. And I'm working on Help My Toddler Came Without Instructions. I love that. That's great. And I'd like to do a whole set. Help, my husband came without instructions. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's great, Blythe. I'll, I'll buy the one about the husband. <laughs> My kids are getting a little older now. Thank goodness I'm out of that baby toddler phase. But Blythe, you must be one of those parents that anytime you see a newborn, you just want to touch them and pick them up. And I was having a conversation with another mom entrepreneur and Somebody was talking about, you know, oh, do you miss having an infant in the house? And we just looked at each other and laughed (laughs) because it's just like my youngest is in kindergarten now. And I keep my brow and say, wow, I can't believe I got through that. And um, it's just kind of funny. But all right. So with that, you're on your what is it going to be? The third book, Blythe? I'm doing my fourth book. Your fourth book. Wow. So, you know, I'm so curious to um, know how you got them published, Blythe. Recently, I had um, an incredible guest on the show, and she went through the whole process of how to get a book published. But So I'm always curious how somebody gets their book published. It's, it's an interesting journey, I'll tell you, because to back up a little bit, when I, a number of years before, I had written two cookbooks, two cholesterol-free cookbooks, and I self-published those as well. And the self, let me talk about the self-publishing for a minute. Um, I don't know if we're going to break for commercial yet, but I'll start a little bit with this. The journey to getting publishing, to get a publisher, I found, is really catch-22 because a good publisher wants you to have an agent. An agent wants you to have a book. So if you don't have the book, the agent doesn't always want you. Unless you know you're, you're Oprah or you're somebody that has mm-hmm. cloud. If you're just Blythe Littman, they don't care. You know, who are you? <laughs> so, no, that's very, not true. Well, no, in the publishing business, it, it's really interesting because it's very hard to get a, a uh, agent. And to shop your own book, you can do it. And you can send out tons and tons of letters and chapters. And, you know, most of it's rejection. So the first my first two books I self-published, but you lose something because you don't get the exposure. But when you have a publisher, you get a little more exposure. They pay for the printing. They pay for the um, shipping. They pay for everything else. But sometimes it's not, it becomes their book because they'll say, you need to change this. And you're like, well, I don't really want to change that. Or they'll make suggestions. And you know what? You really have to listen because if oh, they're sure. going to publish the book, you, you're not in charge anymore. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But I'm sure you must be so proud about coming out with the books and actually seeing it 
you know, a real book in your hands and saying, wow, this is my book. You know what, Josephine, it's so funny. And I, I shouldn't admit this on air, but I will. When I saw the book, I was jumping up and down. I was excited, but I thought, who did this? And it took me the longest time when somebody would say, what do you do? I'd kind of mumble, well, I'm an author. And it, didn't, it took a long time to go in my head. It was pretty funny when you said that. Yeah, it, it's very similar to my Gloviest product. The first time I saw it on the shelf in the baby store, a huge baby retail store, and I had my three little kids in the shopping cart, and they were still little at the time, and I was saying to them, but look, look, that's mommy's <laughs> product. There's Gloviest, look. And they just smiled, and I was like, does anybody really care? But I wanted to jump up and down just like you. But this is great. I'm so excited to have you on the show, Blythe. Well, when we come back, I can't wait to talk about your business and how we can give some great suggestions to others. We'll be back shortly, everyone. Thanks. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on Toginet.com. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Why do I feel so lousy? Why are my medications working? Why can't my doctor figure me out? These are just a few of the questions Dr. Kevin Connors will be exploring in Dr. Kevin Connors Live on Toginet.com. The author of the book, Help, My Body is Killing Me, solving the connections of autoimmune disease to thyroid problems, fibromyalgia, depression, ADD, ADHD, and more. He'll dig into these and many other conditions to dissect the mechanisms of your problems. Giving God the glory and looking for answers to make you look and feel better, to make you feel whole again. For more on him, his book, and the show, check out UpperRoomWellness.com. Never be satisfied with a diagnosis. There is always a reason behind it. And if you can alter the mechanisms that led you down your current path, we can change your future. It's Dr. Kevin Connors, live here on Tugginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I'm very excited to have Blythe um, Lipman with us today. And Blythe, we were talking before the break about self-publishing. Can we talk a little bit more about the process? Absolutely. You know, it's, it's interesting. Um, when you self-publish, I found a couple things. I thought the writing was difficult, not the actual... Um, text because I knew what I wanted to write, but, mm -hmm. to, but first of all, to sit down and make yourself 
sit there every day and do your writing and not answer the phone and not go out to lunch with your friends and not do 10 other, you know, errands that you want to do. It's really hard to set that goal. So I, that's the first piece. And I knew I wanted to self-publish. So I, when I finally got everything together with my text, I found an editor to look at all my my writing and that was an interesting piece in itself because you know like you're talking about the glovies on the shelf right. I thought my writing was fine I went over 40,000 times and I thought what I was saying <laughs> I was getting across and this person that edited my book he made my words flow like music like I couldn't believe I went oh my god I thought I said this right and it was really funny because I had this one tip that if you when you start your baby on solid food if she doesn't like it, don't force it. There's no reason to do it. And then right. I never said anything else. And my daughter looked at this and said, so they're never supposed to give the kids solid food? You never said anything else? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and then I was thinking, well, they'll just know. So anyway, the writing, to, the writing is one. To find a, somebody to publish it, first I needed an editor. Then I needed somebody because I put pictures in there. And then I needed to find a graphic artist to do that. And... All this takes time and effort and, you know, you really should sit down with your budget and say, okay, what am I going to put out to do this? But the problem is, if you're new at this, you have no clue what it's going to cost. I mean, you could go anywhere from somebody doing your graphics for $1,000 to $10,000. Oh, wow. And, and you don't know if they're good and then you don't know whether you should do a contract with them. So, so Blythe, I have a question for you. Approximately how much does it cost? I mean, I know every book is different, but what's a range of how much it would cost to get a book published? You know, this was this was nine years ago, and it's I would say to get a book published, to do it the most inexpensive way, just for the publishing, it depends. The more you publish, the less it costs. So you can publish a book for $6,000 and get 2,500 copies. But again, let's go the next step. When I went to the printer, then you need to find a printer. What, what weight of paper do you want? What color paper? Do you want the cream color oh or the white? What color printing do you want? Do you want a cardboard for the cover? And do you want a spiral bound? And this costs this much, and this costs more. And wow. what size do you want it? I mean, if you have never done it, I was. While I love the journey because I learned so much, uh -huh. I think for anybody that wants to self-publish a book, it really would do them well to find people that have self-published and really pick their brain because you don't know. I didn't know what I was doing. I'll speak for myself. And fortunately, the people that I connected with really guided me, and I don't feel like. I overspent for anything I did. And I was really happy because maybe I'm a control freak, but I liked being in charge of my book and I liked saying what was on the cover and where the index went and, you know, how, how it was organized. But the discipline, you know, you have to have the discipline to stick to what you want because people, mm -hmm. every, people would say, well, maybe you don't want it this color and nobody's going to like this size and, so there's a lot of thinking before you actually give the okay. 
Yeah, many years ago, Blythe, you know, it's interesting, and I had mentioned it on the show a couple of weeks ago. I have, I wrote a book a while, um, it was like 14 years ago, actually, and um, Blythe, I am finally deciding that I'm actually going to do something with it, and I've been doing a little bit of research on what um, to do. I'm trying to decide if I want to do an ebook or whether I should do both, an ebook and maybe have a hard copy of it. And um, I would love to donate some of the proceeds, you know, to cancer research, which I think would be very interesting. But I'm sure that's a whole nother thing that I have to research and figure out how I'm going to do that. But um, it's quite interesting. So I had, I actually had Michelle Cromer on my radio show about a month ago, and I had a follow-up conversation with her. And she was saying to me that her son did an amazing job, believe it or not, through Amazon. Are you familiar with them and how you can publish through Amazon? You know what? I have to say I'm not. Oh, my gosh. Blythe. So I'm going to do my research and we're going to talk about it because she said that her son just put his book, you know, on Amazon and he sold so many books. And she said, I don't know if it was a fluke or not. He is a very good writer, but um, he is, I think he just graduated college and he wrote the book for his peer. Were you talking about putting, selling it on Amazon or having them do the legwork? They do both. You huh. can actually do the whole thing through Amazon and then they will sell it also. So it's just a very interesting concept, how everything is changing so much. It's you know, really- Blythe, they just came out with a study that said 50% of the books that people are reading are e-books. I was floored. I was like, are you kidding me? So, I mean, it, you know, the price of the iPad, the Kindle, everything's coming down so much that right. the average person can really have access to the electronic equipment to be able to download books. You know what? So, it's true. It's so true. And I have to tell you, you know, there are a lot of schools that are, that are giving the kids iPads now so, they, so yeah. that they can use the iPads. You know, that's so funny that you should say that, Blythe, because my seven-year-old, our discussion before he was leaving for school today was he wanted to bring my iPad to school. And I said, come on, Garrett, you're seven years old. That's mommy's for work. I don't want anything to happen. And you had to see his puppy eyes looking at me and saying, but mom, the other kids bring it to school. (laughs) And I was just, I'm like, I can't even believe that this is what is, you know, coming of, you know, he wants to read his books on that. And he has a vision problem, Blythe. So the the whole concept of him being able to make the words bigger is kind of appealing. So, it's, you know, I want to go back to Amazon for a minute because I yeah. do have my book on Amazon and I have self-published. I have sold tons of books on Amazon. It's really a great thing. And I think one of the tricks for Amazon is to get people that buy your book to go on and review it. There's a place on Amazon, you know, when you look at a book, they'll oh, be yeah, reviewed. I've seen that. Uh-huh. And I think that really helps, you know, for your gloves too. Do you have your gloves on yeah. Amazon? 
I am terrible, Blythe. Put them on there. <laughs> I went to a trade show a year ago, and the woman from Amazon wanted to put my gloves on that site. But as you know, I went through a major um, overhaul of my packaging. So um, I'm ready for Amazon. Let's just put it that way. Well, there's but. another piece of it, too, with Amazon. When you do Amazon, if you're like us and we're entrepreneurs and you do your own thing and you don't have a big company, if you're doing your own shipping and labeling, it can be really time-consuming. While it's wonderful to sell all this stuff, you know, you have to put it in the package and put the postage on it and take it to the post office or get your mail person to pick it up or whatever. It's another step that, that people don't remember with Amazon, but I think it's great. I love it. Also, another thing to throw into the mix, my book, my publisher just had my book made into an audio book on audible.com. Oh, that's interesting. So people can just buy the book, and there's a woman that is actually reading these tips. I haven't, for some reason, I haven't been able to listen to it, but, you know, you can listen, you can read, you can look. There, it really is changing. No more pencils and papers. I don't know if that's right. I know. I feel a little funny about it myself, Blythe, because I like to hold things when I, like, I cannot do the magazines online. I'm sorry. That is, like, my only downtime the entire week is to sit down on the couch and just read a magazine. I need to hold that in my hand. <laughs> I agree with you. It doesn't look right. You can't, it doesn't look right. And you can't smell the perfume either. <laughs> yeah, no, you're so right. That's funny. So, yeah, so audible.com. So that's interesting. So what do they do, Blythe? Do they have somebody that reads your book? It's a woman that reads it. And I think part of me hasn't jumped up and down to listen because I'm kind of scared what it's going to sound like with a, ba with a woman saying, if your baby doesn't stop crying, we'll warm <laughs> up a receiving blanket and swaddle her. I'm sort of nervous to see how it Because it doesn't exactly seem like the kind of book to do audible. But, you know, you can get my book on the iPad, on the iPod. So if you have a mom with a cranky baby, all they need to do is turn this on and listen to it while they're walking the baby around. It's, I, oh, I think, I'm excited. I think that. it's brilliant. Oh yeah. I think it's brilliant. I think it's great. So, all right. So now Blythe, let's switch gears just a little here. And because, I mean, you have a full-blown year. You're doing marketing, you're doing sales, you're doing, you know, how are you doing your social media? Are you getting the word out there? Well, let me tell you about social media. My, can you hear me? Can you hear me okay? okay? Okay, you just came back. We had a little, okay, that's okay. We hear you. Okay, Skype, come back. And if, <laughs> can you hear me now? Social yes, media, I I, I'll tell you what, social media, I love it. And I think it's a great way to get the word out. And I spend a lot of time on it. I have yet to figure out how to not spend so much time. Um, I use Facebook and Twitter every single day. I post a new baby toddler parenting tip on each site. It's a different tip on each site every single day. And so I use that. I also post okay. a lot of articles. LinkedIn, I talk, Carol McManus, a LinkedIn lady who has another great show on TogiNet, mm -hmm. has, has taught me a lot about LinkedIn, which is another whole ball game to get the word out about your products. And it's great because there's groups and there seems to be better 
discussions. I mean, her show is great. Anything you want to know about social media, boy, she she knows her stuff. Oh, uh, good. I'm going to have to listen. And such a nice woman. I just love her. Anyway, so social media can be time-consuming. And I think, again, you have to have enough discipline to figure out how you're going to do the social media. I have a couple of shortcuts, which I'll share with you after the commercial, that have worked really well for me. But again, I, you know what? This is what we do in our age. Social media, people yeah, walk in the house. So, it's so important, Blythe. I mean, I ended up recently coming one-on-one with the lead singer, um, Gene Simmons from, you know, what do you call it? What is he from? Kiss. The Rolling Stones? Oh, Kiss. Kiss. Yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, that's the chance of social media. But anyway, we'll be back shortly, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on toginet.com. Get ready to laugh along with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Ellie Lopreet. Friday evenings at 6, 5 central on toginet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning to provide for them. It won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, OurMilkMoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Lopri. Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on Toginet.com. Mark Lipinski is coming to Toginet. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. A live two-hour show Wednesday afternoons starting at 3, 2 Central on Toginet.com. Creative Mojo. It's fun, entertaining, informative, inspirational, and illuminating. Lipinski has worked on such shows as Oprah, The View, The Joan Rivers Show, and Ricky Lake. He's busy, but he's got the drive to share with Creative Mojo, dedicated to the modern crafter and crafting lifestyle. Dive into the info and enjoy everything from celebs to entertainment news to recipes, quilting and needlework, knitting, painting, woodworking, Christmas crafts, and so much more. This show boldly encourages you to discover and harness your own creative spirit by living creatively every day. For more on Mark and the show, check out marklepinski.com. Don't miss the fun. It's Creative Mojo with Mark Lipinski. Wednesday afternoon, starting at 3, 2 Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and I have Blythe Lippman with us. And, Blythe, we were just talking about social media, and you have such great tips. I love it. But I know you wanted to mention about Hootsuite. I have to say, Josephine, Hootsuite really saves me. I try every week I'm going to be disciplined. On Monday, I'm going to do Hootsuite. On Tuesday, I'm going to do my blogs. Well, it never quite happens because, you know, you start something and then the Internet's down. But anyway, Hootsuite 
is is incredible to me because I put tips on every single day. I try to go to Hootsuite once a week and put my my parenting baby toddler tips onto Hootsuite, and you can schedule them. So they automatically go on. I put my tips on Facebook and Twitter at three thirty Eastern time every single day, and That's I think great. I think it's important I that you. Be consistent if you're going to use social media and you're going to post something every day. I think people get to know you're there at the same time and it's not all over the place. Because, you know, sometimes when you go on Facebook, you kind of read something here, read something there. And I think it really builds your brand with people to know that what's the tip today? Oh, I can't wait to see what the tip is. The other thing is on my social media site, especially well on Facebook, especially because you can put more words, I my first sentence, I like to do a grabber. Like one of one of my tips last week was, "Mommy, what's a hooker?" And my oh, tip, wow, that's great. And my tip was, if your child asks you a a touchy question, make sure you answer it in an age appropriate way and don't use too many words. Mm. So I try to do a grabber, or I you know something that'll just something funny because we all yeah. like funny. Oh, no, I think that's great. And what I love, I also use Hootsuite, Blythe. Um, what I love about it is that with one click of a button, anything you put on Twitter can go to LinkedIn or Facebook. Absolutely. I mean, that's a great feature because I have to admit, I wish I had more time to spend on LinkedIn. I'm much more of a tweeter. I <laughs> I like Twitter because it's short and sweet, and um, I always like to get new followers, so I'm always up on that. Oh, Blythe, you want to know who followed me this morning? No. The Donald Trump Organization. You're kidding. Lovies, <laughs> here they come. She's got I a little one. You need to send him some glovies for his baby. Very interesting. And what I did was I sent him, um, yeah, that's a great idea. But by, um, I am, I said, how about Donald being a guest on Paying It Forward? So we'll say be kind of fun. Hey, go for it. But, um, okay, Blythe, Harry. Yeah, so it should be good. But Hootsuite is a wonderful, wonderful idea. So um, what else can we talk about? Let's see. So um, I'm looking at my bookcase here. So, And it says here, I'm looking at a book that says business plans. And that makes me want to ask the question, Blythe, that I ask so many of my guests. Do you have a business plan? No. <laughs> I have a business plan in my head, but you know, know, since I've done, since it's four books, I really have started writing down a business plan, but what happens, life gets in the way and your business plan can kind of go hooey out the window. You think you're going to talk to somebody on this day and they're gone for two weeks, or you think you're going to put so much money and it costs more money. And I, I think it's important to write everything down. Yeah, I think it really, really is. And I have to tell you, Blythe, there is a one-page business plan that you can just Google and come up with it. And I have to tell you, I did that little exercise. And it's amazing when you do and you put serious goals in. Like if, if you put your goals in for the year, the goals in for the quarter, the goals in for the month, and then break it down by week and then break down your daily stuff, 
I have to tell you, it's amazing. And I actually did that with my Twitter account. And I said, you know what, if I, I figured it out that if I can get 50 new followers a day, that's 250 a week, that would be a thousand a month. Wow. That, that would be really, really good. But when you just look at it, you know, if I tell people, and I, I haven't gotten to that point yet, I'm really working hard on it. But Blythe, if you think about it, 50 people isn't that much to try to get on a daily basis. But when you tell somebody a thousand new followers a month, it sounds so overwhelming. But when you break it down 50 a day, not so bad. Uh, what's the secret? How do you get 50 followers? Do you say, follow me and I'll send you a glubby? I mean, oh, you know what I figured out, Blythe, is that now with Twitter, they have that new feature that they tell you everybody that's following you. Right. What I do is I follow back, and a lot of my tweets will say, now following, and then I list my most recent 10 followers. And what happens is those 10 followers will then retweet that. And they'll follow the 10 people that I'm following. And what happens is those, all of a sudden, all 10 of us are following each other. And that's a solid 10 people. It happens 90% of the time that the, everybody's following each other. How much time, though, do you spend doing this? And do you, are you on Twitter, like, all the time? Does your phone keep ringing? Which I made the mistake of doing when it first started. No, no, no. Number one, I have, I can't have that noise because no. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> I think Blythe, I have ADD, the adult. <laughs> but um, no, I don't do that. I try to do tweet three times a day. I try to do it in the morning between eight and nine. Um, and then I try to do it in the afternoon after lunch. And then I try to do it before the kids get off the bus. And then sometimes it depends. I might even do it four times a day, you know, at night. If the kids are sleeping and I end up back in my office, sometimes, you know, I'll tweet at 11 o'clock at night. And there's a lot of people actually on Twitter at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time because I'm, you know, with the West Coasters up and everything else. So, um, yeah, so... I, I try not to become obsessive with it, but as you start seeing your numbers go up, you got to be careful because you can get obsessed. <laughs> Are you giving a business tip like a two-sentence thing? I think I talk too much. I can't. I always have to abbreviate, and when I see what I write with my tips, I end up going back and taking a lot of the words out. Yeah, well, I just looked at... Um, a video this morning about Twitter, and it was quite interesting that they said you should be able to do it 10 minutes a day. If you can do it two times 10 minutes a day, so a total of 20 minutes a day, that would be considered very good. But her biggest tip was that um, you really need to respond to everybody that's sending you um, a direct message. Anybody that mentions you, you should just send a quick um tweet back to them saying thank you, you know, for a mention or a retweet or whatever. It only takes a quick second. And there's say, a little bar, isn't there, where you can just send them a message. It's not hard. You don't have to go looking for emails. Oh, no. You know, I don't know. When I was looking at the video this morning, on my Twitter, I just see the at mention at the top. Mm-hmm. You know, and I click on that at mention and it tells me everybody that's sent me a message. It's and then easy. I just hit reply. And I just, you know, if somebody followed me, just thanks for the follow. I'm looking forward to connecting with you. But that's it. They make it so easy. Yeah. It's so 
It's very, very exciting. I think I'm I'm coming close to 3,300 followers. Wow, yay. I'm working on it. I'm working on it slowly but surely. And I must say, I think... I'm hoping I have my fingers crossed. I don't have any strippers in there. I'm very selective <laughs> with who follows me, you know. You know, it's funny because I have baby and I made the mistake of doing baby and I was getting these tweets. Hey, baby, how are you? And oh, like, no, wrong baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. But yeah, so social media is super important. Business plans are, are really important because um, and a marketing plan based, you know, on social media is super important. I mean, all of a sudden, not only do we have the, have to have the business plan, not only do we have to have the marketing plan, but now I'm telling you, Blythe, even going into my business meetings to sell my glovies, they want to know all about social media. They want to know that I have contact with those mom bloggers and they're all talking about glovies. So it really is quite, quite important. So having a social media plan is is a pretty good thing. I mean, I don't know about you, Blythe, but so often I'm like, oh my God, I just spent so much time with this social media. Is it helping? And then next thing you know, I get an email from somebody that is interested in partnering with me or doing something. So it is a powerful tool. It really is. I mean, we are really lucky. Yeah. So, um, so Blythe, what else are you up to these days besides your radio show? Are you enjoying your radio show? I have to say, I love my radio show. Thank you, Toginet, who's ever listening out there, and all my listeners. I, You know what? I really love connecting with people, and I love telling them what I'm doing. Um, the, I'm also on TV here in Arizona once a month. I do a little spot, and I'm going to be, after the first of the year, on something called SheKnows.com, which is a great little Internet network, doing, um, being the baby expert and talking to parents. I'm a nanny. I nanny for a little five-month-old three days a week, and I also work in an, in an infant room because I like to keep my hands on the baby, and sure. I like to use my tips, but most of all, I love to help these new moms. And it's not as much as I do like to sell my book, I really like to help them because, you know, we're both moms, and you just don't know what to do. And every mom is different, and every baby is different. And if I can just give them one tip so they can get their their children to either sleep better or, you know, calm down better. Also, I do lots of in-home consultations. People will call me, and this is really funny to laugh because we talk about sleep. Most of my consults, the baby is either a brand new baby and mom's scared to death, or the baby's anywhere between six and nine months, and they've either been in the parents' room or in the parents' bed, and they're going to help. We don't want her in here anymore. She does cry. How do we get out? So it's really, you know, it's it's not easy doing that. Yeah, and I have to say, I love. My marketing, I love doing my marketing for my book. I get a real kick out of sharing what I do, and I am one of these obnoxious people. Hopefully, parents don't think this, that you were talking about wanting to pick up an infant at the beginning of the show. Right. My family has told me, when you when we go out to dinner or something and you see a baby, your entire face lights up, and you, most times, if it's not, if they're not in the middle of something, you go over and you 
you know, talk to the baby and you tell the parents and you give them your card and you say, you know, listen to my radio show and all our shows and call me if you have a question. That's why it's Blythe's Free Charity because I don't charge for phone calls. Right. I do. I just really so love marketing, whether it's in a restaurant, on Twitter, on Facebook. Well, you, you're full of information, and boy, I'll tell you, Blythe, I could have used you living in New York when I had my kids, <laughs> but we'll be back shortly. Thanks, everyone. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi, right after these on toginet.com. Attention parents and teachers, here is a series of alarming yet true facts about the current state of teaching reading in the United States. The federal government has spent close to half a trillion dollars to improve reading ability, and yet we still have over 8 million students who cannot read on grade level. 440,000 students who have a total reading vocabulary of 50 words or less, and a national dropout rate of one new student every 26 seconds. Sadly, one of these could be yours. Fortunately, it's not too late to help. Introducing The Reading Show with Dr. Joe, a fast-paced, highly informative, easy-to-listen-to show led by nationally recognized reading authority, Dr. Joe Lakovich. For more on Joe on the show, check out his website, failurefreeonline.com. Listen in this week to learn amazingly simple ways to turn this problem around. The Reading Show with Dr. Joe, with your host, Dr. Joe Lakovich, Fridays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Ready for the most current feel-good gossip? Then check out Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Intercastle, and sidekick Nina Fry. Every Friday afternoon at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Donna is a charismatic, market-driven entrepreneur who was part of the team that founded iVillage.com, which is the largest content-driven community for women today. Donna and Nina are here to empower you, motivate you, and encourage you in all aspects of your life. It's like Oprah on the radio. Plus, your chance to win great prizes, all the way up to a $500 Visa gift card. For more on Donna Intracasso, check out her website, introinc.com. Then join us for the show, Daytime with Donna, with your host, Donna Intracasso, and sidekick Nina Fry. Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. As we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. And Blythe, you know, when during our commercial, we were chatting. And I have to tell you, it is social media is so powerful to me. Well, Blythe, I just want to say, do you hear that ringing in the background? That would be my telephone. <laughs> and do you know who it is? 99% of the time, it's my sweet husband calling me. He only calls every Wednesday between, you know, 
what time do I go on? 10 and 11. That's my <laughs> sweet husband. But anyway, um, sorry. Here's my little... tip. I, I take my phone out of the room and put it someplace <laughs> or I turn the ringer off because that always happens during our shows. It's funny, but it's real. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's real. But anyway, all right. So before we were talking about social media and how important it was, and I was just talking to one of my guests that I had on two weeks ago, and she had said to me, she said, Josephine, I am amazed at how many new followers she got. And she said, I can only attribute it to being a guest on your show. And I thought that was really, really interesting. That really is great. Yeah, so it, social media, I'm pushing it because, you know, Blythe, I've had so many guests come on and talk about social media, and I have to tell you, some of them are true gurus that really knew their stuff, and I was still a little skeptical um, in the beginning of the year, but it's only six months that I've been doing it, and it really is a very, very powerful, powerful tool. It sure is. So, um, all right. Um, you know what I want to do, Blythe? I want to give my listeners the opportunity to um, learn how they can get your um, your book. If people want to buy my book, they can go to Amazon. They can go online to uh, Barnes & Noble. Like I said, it's on audible.com. Um, all the major bookstores should have it, and if they don't, I'm not very happy. Ask them to order it because they're supposed to have it. And my book, my book is in the baby section. In the, it should be in the new parenting section. Sometimes they they put it in some other section. I don't know why, because it says help, so they'll put it in the help section. And also, you can go to my website, babyinstructions.com, and you can get a book from there. Or if you're local. And I know I always put this out. If anybody's local, I live in Arizona. You can always call me if you can't find a book. I've, I've met many people and given them a book. I'm not that above is. driving and meeting them in a, in, at Starbucks with my book. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. That sounds great, Blythe. So before we get to our five business tips um, to wrap up our show today, Blythe, I was just thinking about a baby tip, and I have to tell you, you're going to really laugh. It would be, um, it has to do with being in the hospital, giving birth, and getting ready to go home. And Blythe, I know you've come into contact with a lot of new parents taking their child home for the first time, but... I don't know about you, but Blythe, in my mind, I always thought it was going to be such a blissful event. <laughs> and I can remember glaring at my husband. My, my hormones were all over the place. And I was shooting him daggers. And the nurse looked at me and she giggled. And she said, you know what? It is truly a fallacy that it's a blissful event, she said, because everybody is so overwhelmed. You're trying to figure out how to put the baby in the car seat. You don't. You think the baby's going to break, and they're not going to. <laughs> and it, it was so funny, and my husband just looked at me, and he said, don't worry, everything will be okay. <laughs> and then you're going to throw something at him. I just remember that being such a stressful time and I was feeling so bad because I thought it was going to be, you know, such a fun, exciting thing, but it was actually a little on the hard side, but 
It's really difficult. I had one one couple tell me they finally got the baby in the car seat. They were nervous about the whole thing. And the husband looked at the wife and said, are they really going to make us take this home by ourselves? He's <laughs> like, take it back. <laughs> so it's funny. But all right. So let's go on and let's talk about the wonderful business tips you have ready for us, Blythe. Well, I just I just want to talk about the publisher for a second. If you it's really important to decide whether you want to self-publish or, or get a publisher. Remember, if you're going to get a publisher, you're going to give up some of your rights to your book, but the benefit is that they are going to print it, they are going to sell it, they are going to get it to where it's supposed to. However, you still have to market your butt off. You have to market, market, market. Publishers do not market your book. People think they do. You have to do your own marketing, which is what I have found. They are more than happy to spread the word. If you say, I have a, I have a workshop or I'm going to do a speaking engagement, they are really happy. But you have to keep your publishers updated with what you're doing and still work just as hard. Also, yeah. always- I think that's so, so important because, Blythe, nobody's going to market yourself like you. I mean, exactly. I, I've learned that with Glovey is that it's great to hire people. And you know what? It's kind of funny, Blythe, because as a business owner, sometimes we kind of think, well, they're the professional. I'll pay them tons of money and they'll do a better job than me. That is not the case. No, it's not. It's your baby, your Glovey's, my books, my workshops. Also, you know, this is, this is a really important tip. You should always try to see your product through your customer's eyes. A perfect example besides your Glovey's example is you have these beautiful pictures of your baby and you show them to somebody and they see a baby. You see Harvard. You see beautiful. You see best baby in the world. So when you have your product, <laughs> you want to try to think how the other person is seeing it. You're so proud of it, but they may be going, ah, it's just another book, or who knows. Yes. So that's really important. No, to I think you're so, so right about that, Blythe. And a lot of times, I always try to remove the emotion. It is so important, especially with my Glovies, that I take the emotions out of it, and I almost remove myself and put in my head, okay, let's just pretend somebody else came up with this. Let's look at this on a real level plan as if it's just a business decision. So I think that's super important. You know what? And that's a good way to do it. Also, you can't bank on your field of dreams marketing. Just because you have this product, it doesn't mean everybody's going to love it. As much as you think that the checker is going to want to come see your product, not everybody wants what you have. You want them to do it, but don't People that are new and have a product, whether it's a book, whether it's a glovey, whether it's in everything, everybody's different and not everybody's going to put the same value to it and want it. So you can't say, field of dreams, I'm writing a book, I'm going to sell 10 million. It doesn't always work like that. You have to have to be realistic. Um, also, the other thing is you can't be afraid to market yourself. I have to tell you, this is funny. When my first book came out, I decided I wanted to do a, a tour of the United States and be on, oh, wow. and be on um, all the TV stations. So I did the whole United States. But the way I got on TV was I would call the stations and I would sometimes say, and this is terrible, I would sometimes say, I have this author. She has the greatest book. And I would talk about the book. I didn't tell them I was the author. Oh, that's it's so the, funny. It said, what's the email? 
And I eventually, when I got on the show, I told most of them that, you know what, I was new and that this is how I did it. And they got such a kick out of it. But you can't. That's a brilliant, brilliant idea, Blight. That's so funny. But did you really make it all over? I was every place. I was in Boston. I was in Connecticut. I was in New York. I I didn't do the I didn't do the Midwest um, bad weather, but I was on so many stations. And I have to tell you, it was a lot of fun, and it was such good learning and a wonderful life experience. But I can't say that it it really helped me sell tons of books because nobody really knew who I was. You know, I was a time filler on TV and I was interesting and I brought always brought props. That's the other thing. If you have a product, if whether it's Glovey's books, TV stations love props. They love for their anchors to look wonderful. I always wanted to have the anchor do something. I would take an exercise ball and have them sit on it with a fake baby and say, this is how you get your baby to burp if they won't burp, and it's really good to get your weight off when you've had a baby. That's so funny. They love to do things, so you always bring props anyway. So I wasn't embarrassed. It's like have your elevator speech. Like you say, you talked about networking at the beginning of the show. Don't be afraid to walk up to somebody and introduce yourself and say, let me tell you what I do. I'm so excited about it. And if they walk away, well, they're lost. Yeah, and I have to tell you, Blythe, just on Monday night, do you know how many times I told my Glovey story? About 10 times. And uh, at the 10th time, I'm saying to myself, I cannot believe I'm doing this again. <laughs> and I always gently remind myself, I've got that little voice going off in my head saying, pretend this is the first time you're telling the story. And, you know, I have to be as enthusiastic the 10th time as I was the first time, you know, so it's super, super important. It really is important. Also, another business tip that I found, give something away. Whether you have a contest, whether you give away a prize, uh, you know, something, everybody likes a gift. Everybody likes something special. So I know I've had some, I've had some contests on, on Facebook or even on my website to guess something, and I always send a little gift to the winner whether it's a book or, you know, I one year I had a travel contest and I sent people luggage tags. It really entices people with social media if you're going to give them something and you make it fun. And it doesn't oh. have to be big. I think that's a great idea, Blythe. I'm going to use that with Twitter. You know what? You'll probably get your 1,000 followers the first week when you do that because it's really fun. Also, I can't wait. My, so how would you do that? Did I just send out a tweet saying, um, like, like, how I, would they join? I, I, I said, what's the, um, tell me the number one top name in 2011, and the first three people to answer this, I'll send you a free gift. Something oh. simple, just something really simple. What do you think gloves are, or why do you use gloves, or something, anything. The, the best gift, use, use for Glovies or something, free trial of Glovies, yeah. Free, free trial, but gift. Gift is a thing. Gift, surprise, make it interesting. People like surprises and secrets. Also, the last tip I want to give, because we're getting to the end of the show, is remember, whatever you're going to do is going to be tougher, take longer, and cost more than you think. So as much as you have a marketing plan and if you set up a budget, try to have a little cushion. 
because yeah. it doesn't always work out the way you think, but just have fun. Have fun. Oh, this is yeah. all supposed to be fun. I think you're great. Blythe, I am so happy we finally had the opportunity to have you on Paying It Forward. Thank you for your amazing business tips. I wish you all of the luck in the world. I hope you sell thousands and thousands of books, Blythe. And um, thanks again for being a guest on Paying It Forward this week. Thanks. It was great. Have a great week, everyone. And I'll see you again next week on Paying It Forward. Thank you for being a part of Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on Togginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons